0: Welcome, you already know what I'm going to say, to another edition of the Logic and Larry podcast. Coming to you live from Newark, New Jersey, as I overlook Broad Street and the New York City skyline, and as I was compelled to come on the air and speak to you all tonight due to unfortunate and unforeseen events and as I was reluctant to do so due to unfortunate, sometimes fortunate, events in my own life which initially caused me to make the decision not to broadcast tonight but I've reversed course as some people tend to do from time to time perhaps like the Big Ten Things and people and organizations reverse course every now and then, don't they? that's what we did tonight this is not going to be a long show it's going to be a shorter show but I got to keep it going right I got to keep the momentum up we got to keep broadcasting we got to keep talking we got to keep the vibes going because you know we really can't slow down with all the things that are going on in the world the world keeps spinning events keep happening society keeps perhaps sinking And why should I have a night off when the world doesn't take a night off at all? I would say I suppose we shouldn't take a night off, and so we did. Now I don't have to remind you, although maybe I do, that everything I say is the sole opinion of myself as a person, my independent opinion as a private citizen, and nothing that I say in any way Conveys or is meant to convey or is meant to reflect upon the opinion of any other entity or any other individual whatsoever. This is purely me, Larry. This is purely the Logic and Larry podcast. And that's the end of it. And that's all there is. Now, I wasn't going to come on this week because so many things have been going on with me as of recent. Issues with the car, still issues professionally, issues with the ladies, lady friends, lady frenemies, who knows. And so that caused me to just kind of want to bow out tonight, but I didn't bow out. Long story short, it's been a rough, uh, no, I wouldn't say rough, but it's been an interesting few weeks for me and it continues to be and so my fatigue level is high and my enthusiasm level has dipped a little bit low and for that I apologize to you. Now at the end of tonight's show tonight I'm going to be playing a song by Bobby Krills. Bobby Krills is one of my favorite artists from Jersey. He's one of the dopest. He's one of the realest. I've been with him and rocking with him for many years since we were in the know the hack rooms of uh, certain types of nightclubs riffing and, and spitting and trying to trying to get our message and our music out there and I must play one of his songs off of his latest album at the end of the cast tonight and Bobby's gonna come on as a guest onto the show uh, in the near future in the next couple weeks I, I got a lot of positive feedback from Elliot Fant and his appearance last week and that's cool. So I think uh, more and more we will be having guest speakers on, and more and more we will be uh, exploring that avenue because I think it's a positive. I think a lot of people just like to to interact with other, with other folks who have uh, interesting ideas and other folks who uh, bring something to the table that they can learn from or that we can discuss uh, as individuals and kind of you know, explore, explore each other's uh, lifestyles and missions and, and what we're all doing, which is a big part of this entire podcast. Now, obviously, we are in the midst of election season, and I will, of course, very soon have uh, Sean Bracken back on the show because I, I want more insight into the polling. The polling has been fairly consistent as time has gone on. And it's pivotal. The election is now at the forefront of our minds. Uh, I can feel the fall air. It was so cold out tonight that my polo shirt and shorts were no longer sufficient by the end of the night. And I needed to (laughs) throw a hoodie on, and and I like that. I I like the fall weather. I like the crisp air. It just kind of takes me to another level as a human, and it kind of takes my mind to another level when I get caught up in the sentiment of that weather. So I remain in that sentiment, and as that fall sentiment and autumn feeling sets in, though, this is an election year, and it's going to be an odd election year, right? Because of COVID, there's all these parameters that have shifted. There's all these changes, right? And essentially, this is going to be a largely at least in New Jersey in certain states like that, it's gonna be a largely mail-in ballot election, right? It's not gonna be this traditional democratic process where we go out into the streets and we go to our polling locations and we line up for hours and we go in and we we cast our votes, right? This is going to be a completely different completely different election. And it's gonna be interesting. And and every day Every day we get closer and every day there's issues in our news stories and there's issues that come forth in the course of current events that remind us of how pivotal this election is going to be. And the first thing we really need to address tonight, one of the primary reasons I decided to even take the mic tonight, is to say rest in peace to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Rest in peace. This was a woman who sat on the Supreme Court for decades. This is a woman who is iconic. This was a Supreme Court justice who broke certain barriers, who wrote opinions that tore down certain barriers. A woman who many people looked up to, a woman who many people looked up to not only for her exceptional intellect, not only for her innovative and profound dissents and written opinions, but for what she symbolized. As a woman of such stature, And as a woman of such prestige, a woman of such zest in the face of normative tendencies or laws or parameters or institutions, a woman who helped to tear some of those down in a positive way, who helped to tear some of those barriers down in a positive direction, we say rest in peace. And we reflect upon her legacy a legacy which included her opinion in the ruling of the united states versus virginia the virginia military institute which only allowed male participants since its beginning of its existence which she declared under the 14th amendment to be unconstitutional so that women could participate the same as men who continued to write many such innovative and Groundbreaking decisions, many of them premised on equality, many of them dealing with gender. Her dissents in the recount of the Florida recount during the 2000 election, her dissents which ring true as the years pass, these dissents in these Supreme Court decisions sometimes go down in history as being the correct decision initially as society eventually moves to conform to those thinkers that were ahead of their time she certainly had many of those and it is quite a tragedy for the country to lose that type of person and to lose one of our nine supreme court justices Ms. Ginsburg was a professor at my alma mater, Rutgers Law, in Newark. From the early 60s to the early 70s. She was a professor of law at the school I attended for law school. She then went on to Columbia to teach. And of course, we know her legacy as a Supreme Court justice. Now, losing her... Not to make everything political, but it shifts the balance. The The Supreme Court has been decidedly a 5-4 conservative to liberal split over the past few sessions. When Justice Kennedy left the court, he was a swing vote. When Justice Scalia left, he was a conservative who was replaced by Neil Gorsuch. Now, interestingly... I have to bring this up, right? I would be remiss not to address this. I don't mean it politically, but I mean it man to man. If you expect the American people to have any faith or place any trust in their leadership whatsoever, any faith, any trust whatsoever you have to have some semblance of consistency you have to have some indicia of not being a complete and utter hypocrite you've got to lead by example and lead with consistency and how at a time as pivotal and a time as chaotic in a time as f- frustrating and somewhat terrifying in American history, are the people of this volatile nation, in this volatile and pivotal time in our history, supposed to place their trust? in a government or government officials in this country who do not evince even in a a small minuscule semblance any small bit of consistency. How are we supposed to thrive as a nation and how are we supposed to fulfill A more perfect union and to continue to climb and better ourselves if leadership is showing us blatantly, blatantly, and in our collective faces that they have no regard for consistency. They have absolutely no deference to honesty. They possess no desire to adhere to any tangible principle whatsoever. Why do I go off on that tangent in the midst of discussing the death of one of the most iconic people in our nation currently? Well, it's very, very, very simple already tonight, and I hadn't paid attention to the news all day, I was dealing with other things, I hadn't paid attention to the news until about quarter to nine tonight, and that's when I decided the podcast must go on, and that's when I decided we needed to speak tonight. The fact is, the fact is, already the news has come out that number one, Justice Ginsburg had made one of her dying declarations. One of her wishes upon her deathbed was that a new justice would not be selected until a president was elected this year. Now, of course, there's no mandate in the Constitution. There's no human mandate. There's no morality clause that requires that we adhere to the dying last words of an iconic Supreme Court Justice? Of course there's not, right? She could wish for anything and it's not up to the President or the Senate or any of us to necessarily adhere to her wishes. We know that. We know that. But the fact is the fact is that the other news story in addition and side by side, it couldn't even have waited till morning it couldn't have even waited till monday it couldn't have waited and that's the media's fault but that's also this person's fault it couldn't have waited even a little bit side by side with that story was the other story in the news the other story in the news which stated and i was waiting for it because i hate to tell you I don't hold out much hope for some of these people in office. I don't have much faith in some of these people because of their character from jump. I wasn't surprised. But I was still waiting. I was still hoping that perhaps the hypocrisy could be pushed off for another day. That the sheer mishandling of a situation that the sheer opportunism and the sheer machiavellianist tactics did not have to flood my mind today that i hoped i wouldn't see the story but nonetheless not to my surprise but more to my unfortunate anticipation i saw the story side by side with the death of justice ginsburg the story that mitch mcconnell stated already (laughs) already that the vote would go on that a Trump nominated conservative justice would get a vote in the United States Senate despite the fact that the election is little more than a month and a half away that we would have a vote on a Supreme Court justice In an election year where the election was so close and where the American people would have the choice to decide, as but one of the facets and but one of the aspects of the election, which person they would rather have selecting the next Supreme Court Justice. And Mitch McConnell said, without hesitation, that the Senate would hold a vote. This is the same Mitch McConnell who four years ago shamelessly stood there and proclaimed that the fact that the American people had chosen Barack Obama to represent them for four more years in 2012 was irrelevant because when Justice Scalia died... Obama would not be allowed to select the next Supreme Court Justice despite the tenure remaining on his presidential term because the American people would have to choose the person to choose the next Supreme Court Justice. The same man. The same... I won't call him a man. I won't call him a man. I won't call him anything of respect I won't call him anything with any dignified allusion to anything whatsoever. This is the man who's the president of the United States Senate. You expect the American people to fall in line behind that? You expect any respectable person to look at that and have deference? You expect any American citizen to place their faith and allegiance behind that? No explanation. He didn't even try to wiggle his way out of it. He just straight up was a hypocrite. It's disgusting. It shows that there is no allegiance to the flag. No allegiance to our institutions. No allegiance to Principle, no allegiance to anything of ideological worth, no allegiance to the people. It's sheer opportunistic filth, like a slug or a leech. And this is what we have to deal with. And I don't say this because of political leanings, I say this because I'm a concerned American. I'm somebody who serves the public, I care about the public. I'm a member of the public. I'm a scholar of our history. And I am deeply concerned about where this country is headed. With all that we have going on, fires literally rage in the West Coast to the point that the smoke is forming a haze over the beginning of the country, which is where I reside. The Northeast is America, just as much as the heartland is, if not more. We were the start of this country. We are where economic prosperity began. We are where economic prosperity continues to innovate. We have a say, too. But our vote doesn't count because of the current electoral college system. It's a farce. It's a farce on the federal level. State government's another story, but on the federal level, it's a farce. We're relegated to the sidelines. We were one of the original founders. Washington stormed Trenton, Princeton. He held camp at Morristown. Yet we are relegated to the sidelines in the presidential election. And Mitch McConnell from Kentucky is going to tell us what's what. And not only is he going to tell us what's what, he's going to do it arbitrarily from a place of hypocrisy. And while these fires rage in the West and COVID strikes us at our very heart and soul, in our lungs, and takes our oxygen away from us, as China and Russia infiltrate our social media and the sanctity of our very public dialogue, which is supposedly supposed to fuel our democratic process, we lose a Supreme Court justice and this is the news that we get from the President of the United States Senate. Forget if he's a Republican. Forget if it's politically tactful to, to appoint a Supreme Court Justice. That's one thing. I don't care if you're Republican. I don't care if you're Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican who hopes they appoint a conservative justice for your own reasons. You can't tell me that you don't have some reservation about the President of the United States Senate being such a worthless, shameless, hypocrite I have such a concern for this nation because when the people and and me as a patriot me As somebody who cares about the public, who cares deeply about the sentiments of the people, who cares deeply about the stability of our country, who is constantly and consistently advocating against violence, consistently advocating for change through the system, this cuts me off at the knees. It cuts me off at the knees. Because how can I go out there and preach all of these principles and all of these institutional foundational maneuvers and mechanisms to attain change and to do things correctly if the president of the United States Senate is being such a shameless hypocrite? How can I stand in people's face and tell them to trust the system if this is the system that they are getting? How can I do it? How can any of us do it? We try all the time to spread that message and we are being cut off at the knees by people like Mitch McConnell. Shameful. Shameful. Worthless. I'm disgusted. I am disgusted by that news. Disgusted. Deep in my soul, disgusted. Absurd. So while we mourn the loss of a Supreme Court justice, we also must take issue with what our country is becoming. And if we don't step up to the plate and seize the moment, and if we don't take ownership of ourselves and ownership of our dialogue, In ownership of our trajectory as a nation, then we are already well past the point of decline. And there will be no coming back. That is what it is. Maybe I shouldn't speak so passionately, but it's impossible for me not to when I love my country so much, when I hold truth and principle and honesty in such a high regard, it is difficult, extremely difficult not to get so passionate about issues like that. That's the long story short. And that's how I'm feeling tonight, point blank, period. There isn't even much else to say. I'll have guests on next week. We'll speak about the polls. We'll talk about the trajectory of the country. I look forward to the NFL, another week of the NFL this week. It's weird without fans, but I look forward to it. The Big Ten's coming back, and I suppose that's a good thing even though for Rutgers it's a little skewed because there'll be no fans and it's just a Big Ten-only schedule, but we'll, we'll get through it. But at the end of the day, that's what's on my mind tonight, and that's what I decided to speak about. And that's what should be on everybody's mind, not necessarily the specific factual circumstance not necessarily the specific factual circumstance of what transpired but the fact that these hypocritical things can go on and mainstream within the realm of our cognizance as citizens and that they barely get a second look from us anymore we don't even stop to say collectively not by party not by party but collectively collectively We don't stop to say, even for one minute, perhaps that is hypocrisy, perhaps that is shameful, perhaps we should condemn that type of behavior collectively as a nation. Now there's still hope. There are members of the Senate that can vote no and allow the next president to choose the Supreme Court nominee. Of course, I don't know if that's even accurate, right? Because perhaps since Trump was elected to four years, he should get to choose the nominee. But perhaps if that's the case, then Obama should have been allowed to choose the nominee the last time because he was elected for four years. Have some consistency. What is what? Why would you even get into public service if you have no desire to do anything of principle at all? And I know I'm a utilitarian. I understand I'm a pragmatist. I understand that you shouldn't have rigid ideology. I never advocate for rigid ideology. But if there's one thing you should have rigid ideology about, it's about principle and consistency and honesty. At least have that as a consistent principle. Where are we going as a country? What are we doing? And if we don't hold these people accountable and we don't speak out, then we're just as culpable. And everything we get, we deserve. If we continue to elect ignorant people into office, if we continue to elect corrupt people into office, if we continue to act as if they are acceptable because they fit our cultural proclivities, and we like to rock with their BS opinions on a day-to-day basis, but we don't have any regard for how they actually take stewardship of our nation, then we deserve everything that's getting to, coming to us. Everything. And that's just a fact. That's just a fact. It's a sad fact, but it's a fact. And we've got to deal with it. Now, I don't want to spend all night on the, on the podcast tonight. I really don't. Not why I'm here. So what I'm going to do from jump is I'm going to open up the phone calls. You know the number, 973-536-2530. You call me up, you tell me what you're thinking, you tell me what's on your mind. I don't care what it is. It could be about this topic, it could be a different a different topic. But I want to talk to you today. I want to hear your opinions, and then we're going to call it a night because I've had a rough couple weeks myself. So, you go ahead and call, and we can discuss whatever it is you want to discuss this is the logic and Larry podcast but we got to cast the characters go ahead and call let's talk about whatever it is you want to talk about this is a short episode but we are once again releasing an episode for the people and we will continue to do so I don't know when we're gonna stop if ever Tonight was gonna be one of the first nights off and turned out that wasn't the case So it is what it is. But call up if you want. Otherwise, I'm going to wind it down because I'm tired anyway. And we're going to come back at you next week. And next week will be another good show. I'm going to have Bobby Crows on soon. I have other guests coming our way. We got to keep up the conversation, but (laughs) the conversation has got to get more robust, guys. It's got to be a lot more conversation. We have to be honest with ourselves too, right? We can't just be on partisan lines. We can't be partisan hacks. We can't just do what's advantageous to our side like it's a football game. We have to start getting real about principle and what matters in this country. Period. Period. We have to get there now another announcement i want to make is the new so the partisan podcast that d rock and i are a part of with the video political conversation we have kind of decided on a format we're going to be co-hosts and it's going to be kind of like um pardon the interruption on espn if you're into sports it's going to be a timed a timed uh segment and be a clock and we'll bring up different hot-button political issues and we'll go back and forth on those issues as long as the time permits. And once the time runs out on that topic, we'll move to the next topic and we'll go there. So it's going to be it's going to be cool. Um, and I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm going to continue. We are continuing to feature people on the podcast who just have cool life experiences, who have something to add to the conversation. Because this is a podcast about everyday Americans, right? This is a podcast about everyday people trying to do their best and their capacity as individuals and their capacity as citizens to, you know, go forth and, and make a difference and make an impact. And I think all of us are people who do that. I'm certainly a person who does that. So we will continue to feature those voices on our podcasts. And that's something that's on the horizon. So the other thing is we got to get more calls, but I like having guests on, you know, guests on to express their opinions and et cetera, et cetera, and different people to call in and discuss things. So we'll continue that. And we're just going to keep this thing up. Now I am sorry. We didn't have a whole scripted, scripted, um, you know, segment and, and a monologue that, that went on, you know, for very, very long. This was a little more short. This was a little more to the point, right? This was just Larry speaking from the soul with the soul behind him. This is just me doing me. And that's about it. And I hope you all enjoyed it. And those out there on Spotify, we are now on Amazon Music as well. I just got the notification today. So those of you on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Music slash iTunes, all of those mediums all of those mediums I apologize for the shortness and Rick says it's never scripted but I'm never scripted either just so you know D-Rock asked me about that and I don't write my monologues I just riff but I at least think about them a little bit before I go on I didn't even do that tonight but I just riff that's just me that's just my style that's how I am But all of you out there listening to the non-live version, but the Spotify podcast version, I apologize that this week's podcast was a little shorter, but like I said, just going through a lot of stuff, but I still thought I'd take the time to speak to all of you like I do because you rely on that conversation and I'm happy to have it with you. And I'm happy to provide those vibes and I'm happy to lay forth those sentiments to you because I know a lot of us feel the same type of rage and a lot of us feel the same passion for our country no matter what side of the spectrum you're on we all need to participate in that activism and and do our part and do our thing and next week we'll be back better than ever but this might have got you through the beginning of a work day or this might have gotten you halfway to work or all the way to work or home or this might have just given you a little serenity in the background during whatever else you're going through and that's why i'm here and that's why i will continue to be here period period i love all of you i'm happy to be with all of you i hope that me doing this will bring good things to the country and good things to myself and good things to other people across the country and across the world of all walks of life of all political parties of all political persuasions of all demographics because that's all i'm trying to do and i know there's constraints on us today there's so many constraints placed on us we can't say things we can't do things we can't be honest about things we can't speak from the heart we can't talk to each other we can't even have productive dialogue anymore and it's a shame and again, everything I say is only my own opinions as a private citizen, a private individual. It has absolutely nothing to do with any other entity. I'm not advocating for a political party. I'm not advocating for anything of that nature. I'm simply discussing what's going on in our country as a private citizen. And I hope that that's okay. because I out okay and you are all coming out on top and that you're okay at the end of it and that we all come together to form a more perfect union but even beyond that just a better human period i know the th- feed cut out which is a, which is a real shame but i'm gonna end it on that note and i'm gonna play bobby krill's when a don speaks Bobby Krill's out of Perth Amboy, New Jersey, one of the best local rappers there are. I'm going out on that note, and I hope you all had a good time, and I hope you all, not that it was a good time, but I hope you all felt a little bit of my sentiment. I hope you all got something from this, and I hope you all continue to live your lives in the most positive and productive ways possible going forward, and continue to be positive and productive people in your corners of civilization through the next week and i will see you next week or at least you will hear from me next week and i look forward to that time good night
1: Present is a gift, but without knowledge of the past, how would you know? That's real. Real, real. Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. No direction, no examples, it's easy to think it's cool. Know the world's a cold place, but we can't use that as excuse. See, decisions come from you, but it's hard to accept the truth. We in a world where you need to show social proof And they lie on every bar when they sneak in the vocal booth And our children eat it up and it's robbing them of their youth They idolize the image when they should look up to you Subscribe to this, my people. survivalist Big sad, sky's the limit, I'm ready to die for this Go the extra mile for this I put my life on the line and stand on trial for this Prepared to fight, it's gonna take a while for this Rare breed, ten toes down like bare feet Keep it G, watching Mom Duke struggle prepared me I know my time coming, I know that it's taking long It's just funny how the game changed to everything that's wrong when the dawn speaks, you pay close attention. Focus on retention when the details are mentioned. How we got to this point's truly beyond me. But I know to show respect when the dawn speaks. My OGs told me to practice what you preach. So it's family first, ain't no love on these streets. How we got to this point's truly beyond me. I just know to show respect when the dawn speaks a wise man observes and calculates his response surface seems calm but secretly he knows it's on the moment that you thinking that all of the tension's gone boom here comes the bomb in the presence of a don no presence when elections hit we lack representatives to keep us tame they diagnose us with attention deficit medicate the reckless kid battle becomes effortless not that we lost power they counting on all our negligence we blinded to the fact that knowledge is what the weapon is whatever they prescribing is dictating what the message is step outside the boxes to see what the lesson is trapped on the block, your people become the nemesis catching vibes to people who lack the penmanship they keep us all dependent we forget what independence is how we got to this point truly beyond me i just know to pay attention when the dawn speaks when the dawn speaks you pay close attention focus on retention when the details are mentioned how we got to this point truly beyond me but i know to show respect when the dawn speaks my og's This show is...